Have you ever considered the impact your work environment has on your health and your productivity? Enter Uplift Desk, a revolutionary standing desk designed to transform the way you work. And that's just the beginning of what Uplift Desk has to offer. With an emphasis on ergonomics and customization, Uplift Desk offers a solution that caters to the dynamic needs of modern professionals. Whether you're coding, designing, or podcasting, like I am right now, the flexibility to switch between sitting and standing can significantly enhance your focus and vitality. What makes Uplift Desk stand out is not just their commitment to quality and innovation, but also their dedication to creating a healthier workspace. With options to customize from over 100 desktop materials and a plethora of accessories, Uplift Desk ensures that your work setup is uniquely yours, promoting better posture and movement throughout the day. And here's an offer to get you started on a healthier work journey starting today. Go to upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting for 5% off your order. That's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting to get 5% off your entire order. Your health, your productivity, your future self will thank you. Again, that's upliftdesk.com slash timecrafting and get 5% off your entire order today. Have you ever had that heart-stopping moment when you realized you forgot the password to a critical account? I have, and that's exactly why I switched to 1Password years ago, and honestly, it's been a game-changer. I can't do without 1Password, and I know that if you give it a try, you will feel the same way. And when you support our sponsors, then you support the show. So I encourage you to check out what 1Password has to offer One of the things 1Password has to offer is it combines top-tier security with an award-winning design, making password management a breeze for anyone, anywhere. From the moment I started using 1Password, I said goodbye to the days of resetting passwords and worrying about security breaches. You see, 1Password isn't just about convenience. It's about saving you from the real cost of data breaches and the daily time suck of password resets. It works seamlessly across all your devices, filling in passwords for you so that you can sign in with a click. And the best part, all you need to do is remember one strong password that protects everything else. I've been using 1Password for as long as I can remember. My family is using it. Everyone in this household has bought in. It's, again, a game changer. It's completely transformed how I handle my digital security and my family feels the same way. We've gotten away from using the same passwords again and again and again, or sticky note reminders or having that notebook that says passwords I must remember. Plus, 1Password is trusted by millions, including giants like IBM and Slack. With 1Password, my digital life and my family's digital life is not only more secure, but infinitely simpler. And look, if you've ever been frustrated by a family member constantly asking for passwords, 1Password's secure sharing has been a total relationship saver for me. It's so secure that the Associated Press relies on it in high-risk areas, which means it's more than capable of keeping your digital life safe and streamlined. So why not make the switch? Protect yourself, your family, and your business with 1Password. It's the simple and secure way to manage your digital life. And right now, listeners of A Productive Conversation get a free two-week trial at onepasswordcom slash productive convo. 
That's two free weeks at onepassword.com slash productive convo. Again, onepassword.com slash productive convo. Check out one password. I know you'll fall in love with it like my whole family has. Again, that's onepassword.com slash productive convo for two free weeks. Check it out today. I'm Mike Vardy. Ever caught yourself marveling at the seamless magic of everyday tech, like how noise-canceling headphones block out the world or the sheer bliss of meeting-free Fridays? Now imagine if there was a way to bring that kind of magic into selling online. Well, guess what? There is, and it's called Shopify. From the moment you decide to launch your online shop to opening your first physical store, and even when you're pinching yourself because, yes, you just hit a million orders, Shopify is there to guide your growth. Whether you're selling shipping supplies or the latest productivity tools, Shopify supports you everywhere with their all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. The checkout, oh, it's a breeze for your customers, converting up to 36% better than other platforms. And with Shopify Magic, your AI-powered assistant, you're selling more with way less effort. And you won't be alone in your Shopify journey because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., supporting giants like Allbirds and Brooklinen and millions of entrepreneurs across 175 countries. Their award-winning support is always there, making sure businesses that grow, Grow with Shopify, and yours can be one of those businesses. And for those looking to level up, Shopify's endless integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to chatbots ensure your business is always ahead of the curve. So what are you waiting for? Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash timecrafting, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash timecrafting now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash timecrafting. Ever found yourself deep in a project, your flow state so intense that the world around you just fades away? That's the magic zone where ideas take flight and your work truly comes to life. But what if, in a blink, it could all disappear? Hard drives fail, coffee spills, and yes, even the dreaded accidental delete happens. But fear not because CrashPlan has your back. Don't wait for disaster to strike. Head over to CrashPlan.com slash timecrafting now for a free trial and secure your creations with their limited time buy one, get one offers. Supporting our sponsors means supporting this podcast, so take a moment to check them out. CrashPlan is the superhero of cloud-based data protection, specifically designed for people like us who live and breathe their digital creations. CrashPlan ensures that every file, every idea, and every piece of hard work is safely backed up and protected. With CrashPlan Professional, you get unlimited backup for your computers, not servers or cloud apps, just pure essential data protection for PC, Mac, and Linux. This means your business plans, designs, music, and documents are continuously encrypted and updated in their secure cloud without you lifting a finger. Imagine this, your laptop takes a dive during a late night work session. With CrashPlan, it's not a disaster, it's just a minor hiccup. Their service runs quietly in the background, safeguarding every change you make every 15 minutes. And if the worst happens, your files are just a few clicks away from being restored with unlimited version retention acting as your personal time machine. For businesses, 
Crash Plan's multi-tenant capabilities are a game changer. Buy as many licenses as you need, manage them with ease, and let your team or your IT admin restore data seamlessly, saving precious time and resources. So go to CrashPlan.com slash TimeCrafting now to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited buy one, get one offers for a productive conversation listeners. That's CrashPlan.com slash TimeCrafting. Back up better with CrashPlan. Have you ever looked into fasting and thought, I love the benefits, but I can't go days without eating? Well, that's where Prolon comes in, transforming the fasting experience with a plant-based nutrition program that tricks your cells into thinking they're fasting without actually having to stop eating. Developed through decades of research at the University of Southern California Longevity Institute, Prolon is not just another diet, it's a scientifically backed program designed to support your body's natural processes. Now keep in mind, this isn't about cutting out food, it's about providing your body with the right nutrients to enter a fasting state while still eating. The program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all carefully designed to support healthy blood sugar levels, cardiovascular health, and even reduce abdominal fat. And the convenience? It's unmatched. Everything you need comes in one box delivered right to your doorstep. Thousands of doctors now recommend Prolon for its health benefits, backed by Nobel Prize winning science. So if you're looking for a way to kickstart your health journey with all the benefits of fasting and none of the hunger, Prolon is the answer. And right now, Prolon is offering a Productive Conversation listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash timecrafting for this special offer. Again, that's prolonlife.com slash timecrafting. Check it out today. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code POD. That's ShipStation.com with the code POD. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. And this is the Productivityist Podcast. Welcome to the Productivityist Podcast. I am Mike Vardy. Welcome back for yet another week. The last week that we are doing these on a 
Thursday release. As of November, or November, as I like to call it, we will be moving the weekly podcast to Friday releases. That way you have the whole weekend to listen to the entire episode. And this week, I've got a great guest for you. Uh, you know, he's, I, I had the opportunity to meet him at Podcast Movement, although our, our, our virtual paths had crossed before. Uh, at Podcast Movement, not this year, but the year prior. So the first Podcast Movement. And uh, I'm really, really happy to have him on because he's got a new book out with a special offer that we'll get to at the tail end of the show. But let's just not uh, take any more time. Let's just dive into it because we've got a lot to talk about. Cesar Abed, right? I got that right. Yes. I got that right. <laughs> it's, it, it's, I mean, I, I, I often ask everybody before the show, I'm like, because um, I just call you Cesar. So I don't really like go... Hey, <laughs> hey, Mr. Abate, I don't really do that, right? So, uh, Caesar, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Barty. And that, you know, as uh, as I usually say, you did it did well. You're in the top ten percent. There we go. There we go. It's it's funny because productivity is just hard for people to pronounce. So oh, that's I, I, I won't even try it. <laughs> you know, the Mike Barty show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so, uh, fellow Canadian, which is mm-hmm. great. So uh, we can go into our natural Canadian speak, eh? And then we'll be yeah. all good. Um, the new book, Project Management for You, is out, and um, or oot, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, the the subtitle is how to turn your ideas and reality into reality, deliver on your promises, and get things done. Now, what I find interesting about this book is that you actually just skip task management altogether, and productivity, and you went with project management. Um, why did you target that particular in, in your title? Why did you go down that road in particular, as opposed to kind of going with productivity for you or productivity for the masses? Because you're, you're PM for the masses. That's your. The, we'll we'll link to your website in the show notes. Why why go right into project management? Like, is it? Do you feel that there's not anything out there that speaks specifically to project management? Yeah, that's that's a good question. I, the the thing is, I I felt like there was a there was a gap, right? So the, um, on one end of the spectrum, you have a lot of talk about productivity, a lot of talk about task management, uh, this app and that app and best practices and things like that. And on the other end of the spectrum, you have productivity at the corporate level, right? So the ways that companies like Apple and Google and, and Amazon, the ways that they deliver on their promises, the way they get things done. And it's a very different game, right? But um, because I am a certified project manager and I had to um, study the way the big companies do and try to apply it to my small business, small family business, I kind of got this um, kind of an interesting um, point of view here because I had to learn that and I had to try to apply it. And in the process, I, I learned that it was really, really useful. And But a lot of those techniques and tools and methodologies that big companies are using, we don't know about. We, the, you know, the small business or the, the solopreneur, people just trying to uh, get things done and do things and, and deliver on our promises. So the idea of the book is, okay, how can we learn from uh, the, the, the discipline of project management, but trying to strip away the, the lingo and the corporate language and try to get to the, to the nucleus, if you will, of what it is so we can apply that to our own personal product, uh, projects and also, also to our um, uh, small business projects so we can do uh, uh, not, not just project management, but we can take the ideas for new products and services and uh, or a book, for example, and and using a method, using a system, using um, n- no guesswork, how can we do like the big companies do and deliver on that promise every single time? And the thing about project management that I, 
I always mention when I'm talking to people about the idea of, of task management versus project management, pretty much everything's a project when you break it down, right? Like, I mean, there are very few things that, I mean, I was talking to a client today even, and they said uh, they, they were putting something in their task list and they said, um, review, report, and then email. I'm like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> yeah. No, those are two separate things. You're like, well, what do you mean? I have to review it and then I have to send them. Like anytime you've got this and or this this qualifier that kind of says there is more than one step to this thing, uh, then it's a project. How do you how do you deal with that? Not just in the book, but just when you're talking to people and on your show and all that, like how how tough is it to kind of beat this into people that you know we have we manage way more projects than we give ourselves credit for or that we even think about? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a good question. And, and I think the first thing we need to do is to define what a project is, you know, um, if you um, you've had you've talked to David Allen and, uh, you know, you know, his methodology, oh, yeah, we're buddies, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Dave, I've talked to him a bunch of times, <laughs> uh, but, you know, the way he defines a project is any desired outcome uh, that we, that that is that is a multi step, you know, it takes multiple steps to achieve. Or more than one action, if you will. Yeah, like driving Which, a car is a project, really, when you break it down. According to David Allen, yeah. According because, to David Allen. We'll, we'll, I'm, I want you to dive deeper into that in a little bit, but let's go back to what you were saying. Yeah. So, and, and you know, driving a car and for, for something simple like that, that, that suffices, right? Yeah. But um, when you start to think about things that are more complex, so let's say you go through your GTD and you figure out that one of your projects is to, to write a book. And you really want to do that. Let's use that as an example. Um, I mean, it's, it is, yeah, it, it qualifies, right, as a project, as a, according to David Allen, but just figuring out next actions, um, it's not enough when you get to something that complex, mm -hmm. especially if you're going to work with a team. Um, I mean, it's cute to think about just the next action, next action, but um, you need to do some better planning because you're going to have to think about budgets and timelines and schedules and things like that and resource man management. And other people. Yeah, because there's going to be waiting for stuff. You're going to be, I mean, you can't just, if a project, if, if the next action isn't available, the project shouldn't stop. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, there's much more to it than just next action. I mean, you, you can do multiple actions if you're working with a team at the same time. So the next action is maybe 15 actions, you know, done by different people. Um, so that's when project management comes in, you know, and can really help you. If you're trying to achieve something that requires multiple steps, but it's a little bit more complex than just thinking about next actions, right? So the definition of a project that you're finding in the book, and you'll find different variations of on, on the same theme in any project management book that you pick up, is now any uh, endeavor or initiative that has a definite beginning, a definite end, and creates a unique result or service or product. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when you think about project projects that way, as opposed to other types of work that do not fit this, this description, you start to, to recognize projects here and there. Right? So, uh, for example, I always use the example of Apple because Apple is, you know, everybody knows about Apple and how, how, you know, how great they are in the, delivering on what they promise. Uh, but, for example, the, the creation and the launch of the new iPhone is a project. Right? Mm -hmm. uh, the manufacturing and the ongoing uh, support and the iCloud uh, data centers and all that stuff that's operations that those are not projects right now there are projects within the operations uh the operations work that they do uh for example creating a new data center or expanding the their, their maintenance service or whatever those are uh, one-off projects 
that their operations people need to do, right. but it's part of operation. Right? It's like so, upgrading to El Capitan. Like that itself was a project, but then the ongoing maintenance thereafter is more just a modality more than anything else or a role-based uh, initiative. Exactly. So so once you start looking at what what's in front of you and things you need to accomplish uh, through through this lens, then you start to recognize your projects, right? And once you do, you can apply, um, you know, something like, what I describe in the book to these projects. So you actually move forward into one day delivering on that project, but also with clarity. So you know exactly when that day is going to be or as close as possible and how much, uh, how many, how much of your resources is going to take right, in terms of money and, and, and people and things like that. So, um, yeah, so you, you use, for example, I like to say GTD is a very horizontal way of um, looking at life because mm-hmm. it, covers all aspects you know, well and there's life. there's the horizons of focus too which definitely gives you that that <laughs> that exactly so <laughs> it's so right there <laughs> ways, yeah exactly different ways to look at it in a horizontal way but basically just it's uh, it's um, it's a section of your life that um so every anything that comes your way right any input that reaches your inbox that gtd is there to help you and then you go through the processing your inbox uh, and uh, you know you, you put things away in different in different containers, and then you have your project list. And then when you're ready to tackle that one vertical of a project, you know, and focus on that one thing, then that's when project management can come in in a vertical way. That makes sense. Well, and that's interesting because one of the things that that I, I like to focus on is that I think that working by project can be very effective when you need to really hone in on it. Uh, you know, again, working horizontally to say, okay, I'm going to work in this modality. So I'm going to pick up the, I'm going to, I'm going to go and email and email 20 people and they're all for different projects. That's one way to work. And working by priority is probably another way, but I mean, working by project, one of the things that, that I'd, I'd love you to touch on is how do you keep people when you, in the book, I'm, I'm, you, I know you go over this to a certain extent, but, but how, how do you keep people from from overthinking it? Do you know what I mean? Like either either breaking it down too much or not breaking it down enough in terms of like a project. Like we talked about driving of a car, which is, again is a very glib kind of thing to say because yes, the reason we can drive a car so easily is because we've been doing it for so long. So it's literally drive the car. In fact, we don't even think of that as a project because it's not. It's it's an activity that we do to get from point A to point B. But when we were learning to drive a car, that's a project, right? Like the whole step of getting the driver's license and all that is is very different because you're looking for, like you said, that specific outcome. So how do you how do you kind of keep people? And again, this is the whole for you thing because I'm sure it's going to be a little bit different for everybody. But what kind of advice do you say for people who are like having a problem either zooming in or zooming out? Yeah, it's easy. Yeah, it's a balance. I mean, one thing that we do when dealing with projects, we we try to break it down into manageable chunks. Um, Your project might be just so simple that in and of itself is a manageable chunk. So you don't need, really need to break it down. Um, but, you know, but that kind of varies from, from, uh, from person to person. So in my case, for example, I have a huge problem with complexity. You know, I, 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 I have a hard time focused. So for me, the more I break things down into, into simpler uh, parts, the better. Right? Less, uh, o- other, less overwhelm, right? Less overwhelm. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, and one of the, the, the aspects of project planning is to break it down, right? So, um, but when, where do you stop breaking it down? And that is, um, that's an, there's no right answer here. So, um, as part of these, uh, of, of, of this, uh, breaking down of a project, uh, into manageable parts, 
um, we, we do that until we get to a, a level that we call the work package. And I, I describe that in the book in more detail. But that is the simplest, like that's the atom, I guess, if you will, of that leg of the, the mind map, if you will. So that is one item that you satisfy now. You don't need to, to go any further in terms of trying to make it simpler. And, uh, and the rule of thumb within the project management industry is, is, is a deliverable, uh, sub-deliverable, if you will, of this project that you can um, accomplish in a short period of time, between a day or one or two weeks. Right? So those are kind of some of the... the the rules that you can try to apply. I like. I like. I think the two week is too long. So between mm-hmm. a day and a week, um, something that I'm comfortable. Okay, this is something I can handle. Right. And um, if we step back a little bit, the way that we break this down, and so let's say if, if your project is to get your driver's license, or well, that, that's kind of a simple one. But let's say to write a book or to sure. Let's say do a, pro- a do a product launch. Let's do a product launch because you're doing launch. you're doing one right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what you do is you take that main idea, main idea. If you think of a mind map, right? Take that main idea and then you break it down into the first level of sub ideas, if you will. And uh, and this is something that we naturally try to do. You know, I'm I'm sure you, Mike. I mean, you're you're a pro at this, but I'm sure you've um done you you thought of something that you want to do and you came to the conclusion why this is kind of complex i need to sit down and write a to-do list you know yeah uh, absolutely write, absolutely write. now and and this this is us trying to make sense of complexity trying to break that down but the problem is and i and this is why a lot of people have problems with the with the to-do list uh there's even there's even a guy out there who says we should go beyond the to-do list <laughs> yeah uh, that guy's crazy <laughs> His ears are Hi, broken. Eric. <laughs> so the the problem with that is is what we're trying to do is we look at the project and that is something that we're going to deliver and that is a thing that is a noun, right? Mm-hmm. When you try to break that down into to dos, you're trying to break it down a break down a noun into verbs. Yes, <laughs> and that doesn't work. It's like trying to break a pie into cookies, right? Right. Um, so what we need to do, we need to break that thing into smaller things right mm-hmm. so and and we do that at the first level and then the test that we do is once we do that for the first level if we add all those sub things together the, does that make up the main thing do they make up the main thing if you add it all up that's the call the 100 rule right right if 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 they do then you're good so what, then what you do, you move down to, the, to this new level and you do the same thing for each one of those sub-bubbles, right? Right. And on and on and on until you get to this, what we call the work package, which is something you're happy with in terms of, okay, I don't need to break this down any further. This is, um, this is manageable now. And the beauty of that is that when we get to that point, uh, it's something that is so simple that you can easily look at it and say, you know, this is something I can, I can delegate, you know, mm-hmm. or this is something I don't know how to do. I better delegate, or um, so you can you can easily figure out what to delegate when it comes to that project. Also, um, because they are the the bottom level, right? Uh, if you do each one of those bottom level bubbles, if you will, the project is complete. Doesn't matter how complex is it is above that level because they all together comprise the project, right? Right. So. All of a sudden, it's easier for you to deal with that complexity because now you're just looking at these individual, uh, discrete work packages. 
the other advantage of doing that is that because they're so simple, you can estimate duration for them and also cost. Right? If you know it's something you need to delegate, um, you can ask the person you're outsourcing this to, say, how long is this going to take you? Give me a range. And how much is this going to cost me? Give me a range as well. And if you do that for all the work packages and you add it all up, now you have a schedule, now you have a budget. And you, now can, you, can, you can quantify it. You can quantify it and you can make that promise, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just like Apple does. You know, Apple will show you the new iPhone and uh, all the features and say, you'll be able to buy this on this day for this much, you know, at six months ahead of time. And it's crazy that they do that, you know, but they are master, pro- master project managers, you know. Um, and, and, and that is the, the, the main idea that the corporate world has known for decades, but we can simplify that so we can actually deliver on our book project, on our deck project, on our house project, or whatever it is that you want to do that is a tiny, uh, a tidbit more complex than your average, you know, getting a driver's license project. Right. I want to touch on, we've talked about work projects, and I think that's important, but the, the, at the top of your book, it says life is a project. You are the manager. How difficult or or challenging is it? Because I know I've come across this, even for myself, to get people to treat their personal projects in the same manner that they would treat work, work projects. It is a problem. And, you know, my podcast is mostly for folks in the industry. Right. A lot of people with the title project manager. Uh, they listen to my podcast and a lot of them have never heard of GTD, for example. And you go into, you can go into a project manager's office and, and it's a mess, right? <laughs> uh, and, and there's a lot of stress. Te- teach what you know, right? Teach exactly. what you need to learn the most. That's the phrase. <laughs> right. And, um, and not only that, you know, like a, a project manager's job is by definition cyclical, right? Cyclical, right. if you will. So, um, because, you know, a project is done and then you need to start a new one and, and a lot of people, they fail to see that so, so is life, you know. Um, your career is a sequence of projects, you know. It's a sequence of, you know, trying to find a new gig. And, and uh, so it is cyclical as well. Um, and, and your life and, and success you have in your life, it also depends on the projects that you deliver. Mike, you and I have a, a lot of friends in common. Mm-hmm. People who are doing really well in this, in this, in this field of podcasting, you know. Um, online businesses and things like that. And uh, I'm sure if you close your eyes, you can think of maybe three names. That I didn't even have to close my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, you know, we can talk about them or not. But what do they do that set them apart is that they were able to deliver something to their audience that Mm -hmm. people can buy, right? Yeah. And that that was a project, right? They had a beginning and an end delivered Mm -hmm. something. Um, And I truly believe that, yes, being productive is great because we get to do less, do more with less resources and can be less stressed out and things like that. But um, focusing on that one outcome, going down that vertical, maybe one at a time, in, you know, in, in such a way that you deliver, you know, this project and then that project and that product and that service. I think that takes you so much farther ahead, you know. Um, and, I, and I think a lot of folks, they fail to see that, especially people in this industry of project management. They're great at delivering for a client. Right. Or their boss or their, their company. But their personal life is messy and they don't see the the connection there that, hey, there are projects that you can do in your personal life and you have the skill set to do it. You know? Yeah. So wake up. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's difficult because most people, what they want to do, and this is, I mean, 
I'm sure you could speak to this. Is is they're they're at work and they're working in one particular type of way, and they get home and they. It's not that they don't enjoy their job, but they want to escape from that. They want to have their home life, and they say, "Well, forget all that other stuff that I do at work. I'm just gonna, you know, not have the framework at home and be free to do more what I really want to do." But the problem is, is again, yeah, like if you're gonna do a house renovation, that's a project, right? Like if you're gonna, we we just went through one down here in in the in the house where we had to basically, you know, map that out, and I think. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you know, at least in your experience, but once you start doing it for both, it becomes easier to do it for both and you get better at doing it for both where it's like, okay, you know what? It's Halloween as we're recording this, it's leading up to Halloween. I have a Halloween project, like get the costume, do this, do like it is a project because the outcome is to have a fantastic Halloween and with two small children. I mean, yesterday we put up the decorations as we recorded this a couple days later than I wanted to, but it's Victoria and it rains at this time of year. In fact, I don't think it stops now until May. But the point is, is that the outcome was, and this is an interesting sidebar, but the outcome was, is that um, we put up, my son and I put up the decorations yesterday. Today, it was a very busy day for me. My, my wife's like, oh, don't worry about cooking dinner. Just put fish sticks or whatever. I'm like, no, 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 no. I've moved this one thing forward, which is the 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 Halloween project. She she was very happy about that. But I also have the husband project, like the husband and father project, which is a role I fulfill. I'm like, look, no, you do all this stuff. I'm going to cook the steaks for dinner, which I did just before we started recording. And I said, you know, I can't just be working on what we're working on right now in terms of productivity and stuff. And she pointed out, she said, the fact that you took care of the decorations and the Halloween stuff already for me is a huge, huge help. So I wouldn't have done that if that wasn't in some kind of manageable frame framework. I would have just waited until, you know what I would have waited until? Until I saw like the neighbors put up their Halloween decorations or until like, oh crap, tomorrow's Halloween. I better get, (laughs) I better carve that pumpkin, right? So I I think, I mean, and I'll throw it to you. Like once you start practicing this kind of, um, you know, you fostering this, this kind of philosophy or this approach, which you talk about, you know, your particular approach as well as just in general, it, it makes for just a better overall quality of life. You manage your life project much better. Yeah, I, I agree. And, I, and you know, we can touch on, on the whole work-life balance. And I don't know about you, Mike, but I don't have time to have to, to, to live two lives, you know? No. Um, <laughs> I, I'm the same guy at work and at home, yeah. and, and I like it that way. I might be a little bit too informal at work sometimes. I talk about my kids when people don't care. <laughs> but I'm also the, I'm also the guy that puts like put out hoses in the middle of winter like at winter time. I'm just like, why do you put that in your list? I'm like, because it's part of who I. It's part of my DNA. If I don't do that, then I'm going to forget everything else thereafter. So yeah, yeah, you have to be the same person in both. Both you can't have one foot in one space and one in the other and being completely different people. You don't have harmony that way. Right. And we we keep talking about standing out and trying to do things differently. Here's here's the way I see what's going on in the world today. Mm. I mean, we have all this technology and we have all these things and all these opportunities. But at the same time, there's conformity, right? Yeah. Um, and superficiality, right? People just read the headlines and they communicate in 140 characters. And, 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 and it's become very difficult for folks to focus on a single outcome and deliver on that thing. So if you have this skill set and you start applying to different things in your life, you stand out immediately because you're like a, a superhero. Mm-hmm. Um, so why not? You know, just, uh, you know, let's say you're a mailman and you, you walk, you know, go for a walk on the weekend. You know, that's what you know. You probably 
do that really well. You know, you know all the shortcuts. <laughs> Especially now that they're going to cancel the mailbox program in Canada that they were or, talking about, the super mailbox program. Or, but anyway. Or will they? No, they well, they've, they've suspended it. But anyways, sidebar to non-Canadian <laughs> listeners. <laughs> yeah. But but you know what I mean. So if you are if you have this skill some any skill set that you use at work, um, you know why not use that in your personal life? You mm-hmm. know, if you flip burgers and you are really good at that, I'm sure why not do that at home and help your wife? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you come home from work, um, and in in project management is the same with the with the caveat that actually if you start applying that to your personal life and your side projects and it's really going to propel your life because you're delivering on things when people are watching TV. Right. Gary Vaynerchuk has this interesting uh, post on Facebook. I'll link to it where he talks about my New York Jets is your Netflix. I don't know if you've seen it, but he basically says, you know, um, I, I, I work a lot. And the only time you can't touch me is when my New York Jets are playing. But, you know, if you are playing, watching House of Cards and watching TV and doing this all the time and I'm doing this thing, then, you know, that's that's the difference between you and me. And so he's and he's actually, I think, during halftime, he doesn't do anything either. Like he basically sits and focuses intently on that game. And then everything all the other time he's focusing on the task at hand and the project, you know, that he's the projects he's putting forth. Because you look at the stuff he puts out there all the time, like he's doing a uh, Ask Gary V video, which I, I want to say is like every other day at this point. You know, so, I mean, I think that and, and I, I want to throw it to you. We'll, we'll, we'll shift gears a little bit. Um if people have their choice, and they don't always have their choice, how many projects do you think people should be optimally, you know, handling in a day? Like if they have a day that they're looking at and they're like, okay, I'm going to work on X projects today. If they have that choice, do you have a, a set number? Because people do like to have that quantification of like, I'm going to do these three projects today, or I'm going to work on these eight tasks today. Do you have any kind of, um, you know, number in mind or is it is it not as simple as that? Yeah, definitely not as simple as that because it depends on the complexity of your project. It depends on on the what priority looks like this week, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, so I use for my personal stuff. I use uh, OmniFocus, I and mean, it's a great way to organize little projects. and And I don't even know how many I have in there, but I flag them. You know, on, yeah. on a weekly basis. Uh, okay, this these are the ones. Um, when I do my reviews, and these are the ones I really need to move forward. Uh, this week and and I'll flag them and I think typically they'll be maybe uh, between 8 and 15 you know right. uh, of these projects that are okay I need to make some progress or this one I actually need to complete you know by Friday things like that um, it, it depends on, on, on the individual as well you know I have very little tolerance for, for multitasking I'm easily over, overwhelmed so I need to be very conscious about what I decide to tackle uh, on a specific day uh, or on a specific week, like I like to, I like to break things down. So uh, other folks might, I mean, you, you have, I think you have much more bandwidth than I do, you know. Uh, <laughs> we were reviewing the books there before uh, we pressed the record button here, you know, to see what, what other books are on Amazon next to mine. And, uh, you know, you, you knew the, the author's names and all things. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to you be know? fair, you've been knee deep in writing a book yourself. So <laughs> well, let's... The- <laughs> but well, but my point is, we all have different talents, I guess. Yeah. You know, and uh, and depending on how much you can you can embrace at any single time, uh, that that's going to dictate how many projects you can tackle. But the point is, um, if you have a system, then you can you can have infinite amounts numbers of, number of projects, um, but you're just not going to be able to work on them uh, on all of them at the same time. So you need to kind of prioritize and and focus on specific ones uh, at a specific times and. 
and different people use different techniques there but uh, but that's the idea so we're pretty much out of time <laughs> and i want to make sure people take advantage of the special offer that you've, you've you've given okay so why don't you share with everybody now this has to happen before the all hallows eve is done i like to say how hallows eve you know once halloween is done you can't get this deal anymore so caesar why don't you tell everybody what they can get yes so what I'm doing here at the end of the month is I'm doing a little bit of, a, just full disclosure, I'm doing a little bit of an Amazon launch, so I want to, to do better on Amazon. And, and I'm actually, actually, I'm... You're doing uh, really well right now. Doing really well. You're so doing, you, you get your rank in top 10 in all of your all of your categories, so... Right, yeah, including, I, a few days ago, I was actually number one. You were number one. one. You were uh, number one in the category of, uh, it was Kindle Store Project Management Business, right? That that is right. Yeah. So um, so the the deal is this: for um, the the regular price of the Kindle book is nine dollars and ninety nine cents. But for this time until October thirty first, you can get it for ninety nine cents, which is a step above zero. I couldn't go any lower than ninety nine cents. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the minimum I could I could ask. And um, and if you do buy the book and you send me the the proof of purchase or the receipt, then uh, I will send you the audiobook version of the book, which I think for your audience of podcast listeners, that might be the most appealing uh, <laughs> aspect of the offer. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's a uh, two steps. You just buy it, uh, buy it on Kindle. Let me know that you did and I'll send you the audio book. And what's the link that they go to to kind of the link for the, for the actual book is it's, uh, is it, what is it again? It's yeah, projectmanagementforyou.com. Mm-hmm. And that will, uh, it's just a, a landing page that I put up. It'll and take you that, there. It'll be it'll be down to its final hours as we well final days as we we publish this. So keep yep. that in mind. And yeah, just click to buy it on Amazon, and then you get you click to send uh, him the receipt, and then boom, audiobook is sent to you. That's pretty yep. awesome. That's a really generous offer, Caesar. I really appreciate it. And where can people find you online? Other than of course at your when once they bought your book and they want to reach out to you more, where can they find you online? Uh, the best place would be the the website for the for my podcast, which is uh, the Project Management for the Masses podcast, and you can find that at PM, as in Project Management, PMForTheMasses.com. And you're on Twitter as well, right? I'm on Twitter. You find me at uh, uh, Caesar Abate, and for all my project management stuff, it's at PM for number four TM, as in Project Management for the Masses. Awesome. Caesar, thanks so much for being on the show this week. And as for everybody else here, uh, I'm so happy you were here. Take advantage of this special offer that Caesar's offering. Um, it's only good until uh, midnight on October 31st. So that's like 11:59 p.m. Eastern time. So for me, it'll be like nine or 8:59 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So make sure that you take advantage of that right before you get that extra hour sleep. Because uh, for anyone that's in North America, or at least most people in North America, not everybody goes out of time zones. I know you and I are Caesar. We're both in the in areas where we're going to get that extra hour of sleep. So you'll have a, or you could have a whole extra hour to read this book. That could be the thing to do too, right? So. Um, thanks again, Caesar, for joining me this week. Thanks to everybody for listening. Again, I'm really, really happy that you've uh, joined me. I want to see you again all next week. Until then, stop guessing and start going. Keep moving things forward. We'll see you soon. 